Expectations for Ramaphosa's Sonar to Address Economic Growth, Cost of Living, Human Rights Ahead of President Cyril Ramaphosa's State of the Nation Address, Sonar, on Thursday, the Democratic Alliance, DA, is hoping that he outlines practical steps government will be taking to cushion consumers from the rising cost of living, particularly the cost of fuel. On Wednesday, petrol and diesel will increase by 75C and 73C per litre respectively, with Mineral Resources and Energy Minister Greed Mantash saying the adjustments are based on current local and international factors. DA Shadow Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy Kevin Milam explained that with consumers already struggling to make ends meet owing to escalating cost pressures from food, electricity and transport, the fuel price increase would be devastating for many. Milam noted that Ramaphosa should show leadership and use his sonar to provide urgent relief to struggling consumers, saying the African National Congress, ANC government has spent the past five years evading the subject of unsustainable fuel taxes and levies, despite clear evidence these added surcharges on fuel were choking the economy and making life difficult for consumers. The DA has consistently called for a comprehensive review of the fuel price determination model, with particular emphasis on fuel taxes and levies, to bring it in line with international best practices. The party wants Ramaphosa to clearly outline how his government will review the fuel price framework and the corresponding tax system which have inflated the fuel retail price and driven up the cost of living. Anything short of this is further proof that the ANC is no longer fit to govern, and that they must be voted out in the forthcoming general elections, said Milam. Good Secretary-General and MP Brett Heron said his party wanted Ramaphosa to address the economic growth crisis. Heron pointed out that there were no plans to address the economic growth crisis that South Africa finds itself in. Our economy, which should be the pride of the continent, is instead holding Africa's economy back, he said. Heron highlighted that South Africa must ramp its public investment in infrastructure, a plan first announced in 2010, and provide access to funding to stimulate entrepreneurship, which he said had been the subject of numerous plans since 1994. He added that the energy crisis was a severe constraint on economic growth, saying the Risk Mitigation Independent Power Producers Procurement Program introduced in August 2020, was intended to procure 2 plus 000 megawatt to meet the immediate electricity supply gap. He explained that this was a good plan, but three years later, only five projects totaling 353 megawatts were under construction. The president must address how our independent power producer procurement programs can be fast-tracked and how we can refine procurement processes so that successful bidders can reach legal and financial close and commence construction a lot faster, said Heron. Prioritizing human rights. Good Party noted that the R350 Social Relief of Distress grant did not meet even half of the R760 food poverty line, explaining that this was a further erosion of the dignity of millions of people totally excluded from the economy. We'd like to hear from the president that he has instructed the Minister of Finance to make difficult choices and prioritize implementing a basic income support program in this year's budget. This new grant should get as close as possible to the lower bound poverty line, R1058 in May 2023, the party said. For the past year, Good has campaigned for a 999 basic income grant, with the party saying this is affordable only if waste and excess are cut. 
Amnesty International South Africa wants Ramaphosa to fulfill his commitment to uphold and safeguard the human rights of all people living in South Africa with the same fervor demonstrated in advocating for the rights of the Palestinian people. Amnesty International noted that following the International Court of Justice's order on provisional measures in response to South Africa's genocide case against Israel, Ramaphosa spoke about the country's obligation to stand up for justice and fundamental human rights for all people, everywhere. The president rightly emphasized the obligation of a nation that fought and defeated apartheid to advocate for justice and human rights globally. However, it is imperative that this commitment extend to addressing the pressing human rights issues within South Africa itself, said Amnesty International South Africa Executive Director Shanila Mohamed. Mohamed explained that while Ramaphosa's words were commendable, they must be matched by concrete actions, accountability and policies that addressed the dire situation faced by many in the country. South Africa would be celebrating 30 years since the first free elections in the country, and yet many people were still waiting for basic services such as water, quality healthcare, quality education, and adequate housing. This she said showed that access to basic human rights had fallen by the wayside. Amnesty International South Africa continues to call out the government for failing the nation on the delivery of basic human rights, yet, there is no accountability being taken from the highest to lowest levels of government, nor action to remedy these failures. The state of education in South Africa remained a significant concern, with many learners lacking access to quality education and adequate resources, said Mohammed. She added that this perpetuated inequality and hindered the potential for social and economic development. She noted that water issues continued to plague communities across the country, with millions still lacking access to clean and safe drinking water. This is not only a violation of the right to water but also exacerbates health risks and perpetuates poverty. South Africa is also grappling with alarmingly high crime rates, including gender-based violence, which disproportionately affects women and girls. It is imperative that the government takes decisive action to address this epidemic and ensure the safety and security of all who live in the country, said Mohammed. Amnesty International said Ramaphosa in his sonar must provide a sober analysis of the situation in the country, take responsibility and present viable solutions that can be implemented without delay. Meanwhile, the Economic Freedom Fighters, EFF, returned to court on Tuesday in a last-minute bid for its leader Julius Malema and five MPs to attend the SONAR. Malema and five other other EFF MPs were found guilty of contempt of parliament after they stormed the stage during Ramaphosa's SONAR last February. They have been suspended from parliament for this month and won't be allowed to attend this year's SONAR or budget speech.